Welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast with your hosts, the Brothers Newland. Now, let's talk toys. Hello, everybody. I'm Michael. I'm John. And I'm Andrew. You were like tired there, Michael. Or you Michael. Hello, everybody. I'm Michael. Like <laughs> that's, that came out funny, didn't you, it? You had a high on the hello, everyone, and it just like rolled right down. Yeah, I'm Michael. It didn't, it, didn't come, <laughs> it didn't come out right, did it? Uh, no. Uh, welcome to the Toy Rewind podcast. This is just a little podcast where the three of us like to get together and chat about. Uh, toy lines from our childhood and give you a history lesson about those toy lines, how they ended up in our households and everything like that. Uh, this week, we're rewinding way, way back to 1913. Uh, we're going to talk about a building line released by the Misto Manufacturing Company, the building set known only as a rector. Uh, before we started recording, um, as we were waiting for John to join us, Michael informed me this is not the original building set. I kind of, kind of thought it was. Uh, also, I thought it was a rector set, um, and Michael's like, "No, it's just a rector." So I've already learned something, and hopefully, we can teach you a little bit also this week. So, yeah, they had other they had other uh, building sets and stuff going on, but this uh, a rector I mean, set eventually became a generic name. I mean, I know there's like Lincoln Logs and Legos and there's lots of other stuff, but I kind of thought like this was a rector set. I just thought that's what it was. So Hmm, interesting. It's like the Kleenex. They have have some official names. I'll I'll go through it when we get to the history. Before we get into that, John, you want to do your thing? I sure can. So where to find us? Check our website over at toyrewindpodcast.com or you can look us up on crossthestringsmedia.com. Uh, if you're there, leave us a voicemail. If you uh, want to hear your voice on our podcast at some time, we'll play them. Uh, let's see, where else? Email us at toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch is all Toy Rewind Pod. Facebook and YouTube is Toy Rewind Podcast. Uh, pay attention to our YouTube channel. I know Michael's been doing some stuff with his motor and Mondays, uh, going over some different things on there. And eventually, we'll get some more. Uh, openings and stuff and doing some stuff on there with our toy box showcases and then if you uh want to play a game a bingo game as you're listening to us go to podcastbingo.com backslash toy rewind uh play along and then you can tweet us or send us a picture through email or whatever and show us how you're playing the game and give us our your cards you can send us your card any way you want to send it we don't yeah. care. Email, Instagram, tweet it Twitter. to us. Yeah. You can fax it. it to us. I don't know how you'll fax it to us, but you can. Um, I think you can fax their email, but that's still an email, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. If you would like, I can tell you where John and Michael work, and you can just print it out <laughs> and deliver it to their windshields on their trucks. Um, I work from home, so I'm not telling you where I work because you don't get to know where I live. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, that's social medias. That's all. Everything, everything good this week. There's a few things different happening here. You guys yeah, have nice. Your background has uh, severely changed. It has, it has drastically changed. It's turned into boxes. From boxes, it's turned into boxes. But um, yeah, so I am moving back to Colorado. So I'm in the midst of a move. Uh, so hopefully, between this pot, this episode, 
uh, episode 95 and episode 96, that move will happen. We'll be good. And it'll only be a week. Hopefully we'll only be a week or it'll be just a normal week and everything. And we won't have to delay anything because we're so close to a hundred. I don't want to delay that. I just want to get them. I want to get there. Like it's a hundred. Yep. So it's like, it's like how hot it is here. A hundred. <laughs> no, that's the sad thing. So we've been doing this podcast so long. It's we're not even to the numbers that it's actually the degree in Texas right now. Right. Like, and it's hold on. It's nine o'clock at night, and it should be okay. Well, it was raining, so it's seventy-seven. So I was gonna say it started raining on me. I, I walked out of the store, and I was like, "What is this stuff falling from the sky?" Yeah, I don't know what uh, this is. It was sprinkling, and then as soon as I came in here, I could hear it hitting the roof now, and it's just been it's just started downpouring i'm like ooh, i want to go play in the rain and so i checked <laughs> i checked the temperature at 11 30 like a week i guess it was, it was almost a week ago and it was 98 degrees at 11 30 at night and i was like why what is what is this like nobody it's needs like this 85 degrees when the sun comes up already yeah I mean, it's not so, like we're cooling down at night it's still hot yeah, um, yeah where, I'm, friend, where i'm at right now it's 85 degrees it feels like 92 yeah. And I'm um, a little bit further south than you guys. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to brag, but I'll be hopefully the next time we record, I'll be in Colorado. And a buddy of mine was like, hey, yeah, it's only 74 here today. <laughs> I I wanted to punch him um, for bragging. But, you know, I was like, well, that'll be me soon. So it's like that week I went to Napa. I mean, it was 84 the high and felt great. But it was yeah. 50 degrees every morning I woke up at five o'clock. And had to put a jacket on and stuff to sit outside and drink my coffee. See, I, I being in Colorado for so long, I was used to that. Like, so I had gotten there. Like, I was acclimated to the cooler weathers in the morning, and it, I didn't have to wear a jacket. I could wear shorts. It was all great. Uh, I wore shorts. I just had to get a jacket. On. We would be outside when it was snowing, wearing shorts, like shoveling driveways, right? Like, just because you get hot when you do that. Now I'm gonna have to acclimate again. Uh, well, it's, it's also, I mean, enough, like so. the cold there, it's so dry. It's not really like here it's yeah. wet, so it makes you freeze. It's way different. It's way yeah. different. So, well, uh, let's get into some toy talk. Let's talk about some uh, erectors. Erector. I see you got to say erectors. It doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work when you just say. <laughs> let's let's so, keep this for the kids. Michael, you ready? <laughs> yeah, let's go. All right. Let's rewind and get into it. <laughs> All right, so uh, so the Erector was first envisioned by Alfred Carlton Gilbert, um, also known as A.C. Gilbert for short, um, in 1911 uh, when he was thinking about it, as he rode a train from New Haven to New York City. Uh, so this section of the track that he was he was riding on uh, throughout this time was was being converted to electric power, electrical power, and Gilbert wanted a. Gilbert watched as uh, steel guides were erected to carry the power lines. Um, and then he was inspired to build a toy that could do the same. So after seeing traveling this, this train, this, this rail line for over and over, I guess, during that summer or whatever, when they were converting it to power, to electrical power, um, it just, it just sparked something in his, in his head to, to do something like that. So, um, so Gilbert actually owned a company that manufactured magic tricks and magic sets. Uh, the name of the company was called Misto Manufacturing Company. And it was there uh, that he came, he, when he came up with this idea, that, that's the company that you know, he used his own company to, to produce this and, and, and set it. So it was first uh, 
it was first released and or created and released in 1913 um, at the New York Fair uh, or the New York um, uh, the New York Toy Fair in 1913. I don't know why. Okay. Just brain freeze, but yeah. So he introduced it and sold it to the public. Um, started selling it to the public at the 1913 New York Toy Fair. Um, so the the erector was originally called. Uh, the Erector Structural Steel and Electro-Mechanical Builder. So that's what the, the official title was. The Erector Structural Steel and Electro-Mechanical Builder. Okay, so there's and, a lot more than just Erector. Uh, yeah, like, a that, that's a long Erector. name. Yeah. I don't know if Apple will like the name of that podcast. Erector, yeah. the Electrical Steel. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to the Erector. Um, it was labeled as educational, instructive, and amusing. Was the kind of amusing the the toy that yeah I guess it was amusing. Once you put it together, it, it they all had different different things. So uh, so um, the Erector quickly became the most popular construction toy in the U.S. Partly because it was the only construction set at the time that had a motor. So that's what set it apart from. Uh, all the other construction sets they had out there. Uh, so it came, he had to, had an idea to put a motor in it so he can actually uh, make movement and stuff after you build it. Um, so uh, 1914, the name was actually changed to, or, or the name of the company was, no, the name of the, let me say this again. 1914, the name was changed to the Misto Erector, the toy that resembles structural steel. So it's still kind of a, work in progress on the on the name so um but he named it after his company the the misto misto company so uh let's see so in 1916 uh the company was actually reorganized and became the ac gilbert company um and so they renamed the set again to gilbert erector the toy like structural steel so so this is year three yeah, 1916. So by 1916, it's we've had got, a couple a couple of different we, names. We've already. got a lot of names going on here. Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah. it stayed that stayed like that all the way up to 1924, uh, where they came up with more changes. The entire Rector system was completely overhauled to include over 70 types of parts, uh, and was now called the new Erector, the world's greatest toy. So that's the name of it now. So, it's the new erector still. The new, new erector, the world's greatest toy. It's still the new erector. Yes. No. No. Not. No. It's changed since then. It, okay, okay, oh. Okay. 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 Yeah. We still got more name changes coming. Yeah. So that was the nineteen twenty four. So, I was so, just okay. like, if it's still the new erector, like it's been that way for a long time. Like we should really. <laughs> it's, it's it's not new old. anymore. It's kind no, of old. Yeah. It can't be new for a hundred years, almost a hundred years. So <laughs> right. Um, so up to 1932, the Erector sets were sold in wooden boxes, uh, but 1933 through 1962, the sets were sold in colorful boxes made of painted steel. Um, early boxes were colored red, green, or blue. Uh, by the 1950s, all the sets were painted red. So. Um, so they kind of had different colors when they, when they went from, and, and some of the smaller sets, um, actually some of the smaller sets were in cardboard boxes. And then when you got into the bigger sets, um, you got uh, the, the wood boxes. And then 
1933, they went to steel boxes. And they just had the color, the color, uh, those three colors. And then by the 1950s, they just painted, they were all just red. All the steel boxes were red. Okay. So, um, and then as, as the company grew, uh, this is kind of, kind of cool about the, the, the manufacturing, um, warehouse and everything of that, that area. Uh, so that as the company grew, the area around the Gilbert factory became known as the Erector Square, uh, which is a, a complex housing, which is now, it was the, the, the factory they built them in. Uh, but now it's a, it's a community of working artists, uh, a creative and wellness professionals. So there's a lot of, they've kind of, when, 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 uh, when Gilbert, when the Gilbert company, they, they ended up going uh, bankrupt and everything. So in, in the sixties, so when they moved out, they actually redid that factory and put some working artists and then there's some yoga places there and some, yeah, there's all kinds of things going on there, but they still kept the name uh, for that building as the Erector Square. So, and it's still known, known as that to, to, to today. So uh, it was just kind of uh, interesting tidbit I saw on that. Uh, so, uh, let's see, and uh, when Gilbert ended up dying in 1961, the company started <laughs> sounded bad. It ended up dying. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> the old man just, died, John. Just, <laughs> I got that. I'm reading it. Gilbert ended up dying. So, I'm sorry. Just the way I said that was funny. <laughs> I was a little bit off today. I am a boy off today. Okay, so when Gilbert died in 1961. The company started to decline and they filed for bankruptcy in 1967. So during this time, the product was, was kind of redesigned. Uh, they added uh, a lot of plastic parts to it, but the, the clunky looking models with the plastic and the metal, they failed to compete with the new, more realistic scale plastic models that were uh, coming onto the market at the time during the 60s. Did we get a name change? No, it's still called. It's still called the. the as far as I know, it's still the new Erector, the world's greatest toy. So they're they're about to rename it the new new Erector. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, so 1967 when the company went bankrupt. Um, at one time, let's let's go back. At one time, uh, the AC Gilbert Company was one of the biggest toy uh, manufacturers in the company at, at the time. Uh, they actually, when they went from Misto, which was magic tricks and magic sets, when they changed from Misto uh, company to the, the AC Gilbert company, they started to uh, produce chem, uh, chemistry sets, microscopes, kits, uh, some inexpensive reflector telescopes. Um, in 1938, they actually purchased American Flyer, which manufactured uh, toy trains at the time. So they had actually built up to become one of the bigger uh, toy companies in the, in the country at the time. So, um, and then, so when he died, the, the company tried to kind of redo things to, to make it for the next, and then within six years, they were filing for bankruptcy. Uh, so the Gabriel company of Lancaster, Pennsylvania bought the Erector brand uh, and then continued to market the recently redesigned system but by the by the mid 70s most of the plastic parts were removed 
or replaced by laminated fiberboard um, for panels and stuff they had. Um, so it wasn't all metal pieces. And then, like I said, they they took out most of the plastic parts um, as a saving measure due to the oil crisis of the 70s. I know we've talked about that in several other episodes we had. Um, but sales were still slow by the night. Excuse me. By the 1980s, the trademark uh, erector was acquired by Ideal Toys and then by Tyco Toys. So it's been changed okay. uh, several times. So. I was going to say, I, think, I thought we talked about it at some point with Tyco. I think we did. I feel we like it's been it. mentioned. It's been yeah. mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in, two, you're, in, in 2000, uh, Meccano, to, uh, Meccano, which is a global uh, toy, I have. I don't really know much about this company, uh, but they bought the brand and marketed as the Erector by Meccano. Um, they actually had a a system similar to to Erector in other countries, and they kind of integrated them together. Um, so now it's called um, Erector by Meccano. Uh, okay. So uh, a little bit more about the uh, the Erector the sets themselves. Uh, so basic erector parts included various metal beams with uh, regularly spaced holes uh, for assembly using nuts and bolts. Um, also included were pulleys, gears, wheels, levers, uh, and then and then they had you know all that so they could have like mechanical power and stuff. Um, erector sets provided the ability to build a model, then take it apart and build something completely different over and over again. So. They had uh, two different kind of motors that came with these. You had the AC power, uh, powered electrical motors, and then you had the battery powered DC motors, uh, which became more available over the years uh, and were usually equipped with gears to increase their torque and effective mechanical power. So they had the little motor and then they would add extra gears and stuff to kind of increase that. Uh, and then later sets added like mini light bulbs and then simple switches to control the electrical power, uh, just stuff like that. Um, so the uh, something cool, something a little bit different about this I hadn't mentioned. They had different the different sets and they had numbers to each set. Huh. So your your lower numbered sets were the smaller sets, and then when you got to higher numbers, they were the bigger bigger sets. Um, so sounds like Lego, except not with this, the numbering yeah. system like that. They, they don't care. They'll give you 45,000 pieces and set number two. Yeah. So, so one of the, the, one of the most impressive changes that they had in, especially in 1931, uh, the Erector Hudson locomotive and tender car, uh, to where you can actually build your own locomotive with this with the with your erector set um you can build an entire uh large working train locomotive uh, and then some sets always offered in some kind of uh cardboard box or tube i just i said that already on the smaller stuff um and then they had the wooden boxes for the bigger stuff and metal boxes for the bigger stuff after uh, later on um, but they also had a few other impressive sets that came out you had one that you could build a Ferris wheel. You had one where you can build a Zeppelin. Um, and then, uh, let's see, the 1940 was their biggest set that they put together. It was a parachute ju jump 
uh, one of the largest and most detailed models uh, had to be, uh, so it was, it was the largest at that time. Um, and then they also added many accessory items such as light, like lighting kits. And there's a smoke unit as well, I guess for the train, the locomotive, you can have that smoke unit. It looks like it's actually chugging along. So, uh, they had amusement park sets. Um, there was a carnival set. Um, and then there was a, a robot. You can actually build your own robot that actually walked as well. So they that's, had all different cool. kinds of all different kinds of things. So I, I like the fact that they're they're doing different things. Like you you get to build all these different things with these same pieces. Um, this is a lot. I mean, it's like a different type of Lego. Uh, mm -hmm. Honestly, a, a little more complicated than Lego because Lego you just snap things together. Um, now I know. I don't know. Maybe this is where Lego got the idea to do Technic um, with the pieces that are more like technical or whatever. But um, yeah, the ability to like make almost anything is kind of kind of cool. It helps you, you, you with can, imagination. I think it's just great. You can make anything you want with this, yeah. and it actually you can actually if you need it to move, you can actually make it move with the motors. Um, you can either get uh, electrical power or you can use through battery power. Um, so it just depends on if you've got a stationary thing like a, a Ferris wheel or yeah. if you've got the train or there's, there's a truck and car set too you can put together and you can make it move, uh, roll down the, the delivery floor, whatever you want to do. Um, it's it, it, You can make anything you want out of these things. I always felt like a rector set's um our erector was more expensive than legos because they were metal as opposed to just being a plastic mm -hmm. yeah I, uh, yeah i don't know the the pricing on any of this john i don't know if you've looked up any yet i am searching but i, I yeah, mean this stuff goes way back and yeah the catalogs i have access to that were found access to i think 40 is the first one and there's a lot of stuff that's been invented or or made over over the last century that people actually used erector sets to to yeah. do, um, like the prototype modeling a small model of it or whatever. Um, so the uh, in 1949, uh, a couple of things they did. 1949, an erector set was used to build the precursor to the modern artificial heart. Uh, this was done by William Sewell and Dr. William Glenn of the Yale School of Medicine. Um, the external pump successfully bypassed the heart of a, of a dog for more than an hour. So that they actually used it and it worked. So they, they knew their idea, what they had would actually work. So it, it helped them see what they can do. So, a lot of this, like I said, it's just just prototypes and stuff like that. And then they would go and build the real thing after they they can build this little cheap thing and see if it worked, and then go spend the money to to make the real thing work. Yeah, so. um, interestingly enough, I'm looking. I just googled original erector set uh, price. Mm -hmm. um, I one of these eBay things. I know you can buy Legos for. Uh, you can buy like a pound. They, they get pretty expensive for it. All goes by weight. Um, this one 
Interesting. It just says a lot of vintage Gilbert erector set parts, plates, grinders, wheels, corners, etc. I don't know. There's a lot to this one. Um, 14 bucks. Mm-hmm. Here's another one for uh, this looks like it was a windmill. Mm-hmm. Had a set for a windmill. Uh, 25 bucks. And if I read through here, it might say how much the weight it is. You know, uh, oh, this one, the instruction booklet features the winners of the Erector Model Building Contest in 1934. Uh, interestingly enough, they're not that expensive these days. No, it's not. It's not expensive. I I just honestly would have thought because they're metal and everything like these would be a lot more expensive. It looks like the ones that come in the tin boxes that you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Can be a little bit more, but we're still only talking like there's one for a hundder bucks. Looks like yeah. it has a whole lot of stuff in one of those tin boxes. So yeah, you know, so um, here's here's a couple of things you can build with it. Yeah, there was a set set number seven. Um, it built you can build a steam shovel. Uh, let's see, there's um, there's one that had a dredge and electric motor. Uh, this is a giant flywheel with uh, giant girders. That you can build something with. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, you've got, you know, they come with different, uh, different uh, sizes and stuff. So uh, I'm trying to find this. I had a list here just a minute ago and it went away. Um, like I said, you can do Ferris wheels. You can do. Um, automotive sets uh so a car or a truck um you can do different kind of uh, military vehicles uh there's a road builder uh, there's a planetary probe that you can make a lunar vehicle and an astronaut set this was from the 60s so that's a big thing in the 60s rocket launcher uh there's a cape canaveral set uh, helicopter. You can build your own helicopter. Uh, the helicopter doesn't fly. I saw. I saw a guy. I watched a video of a guy building his helicopter, but it it didn't fly. But it was. You can mm-hmm. pretend it's flying. It actually the propellers move and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but yeah, there's there's just all uh, amusement park, musical Ferris wheel, a conveyor belt. Um, there's a radar scope. Uh, yeah, so there's there's different there's different kinds. You have a beginner set, then you have the the higher numbers or the bigger sets are more uh, more uh, detailed. So, but yeah, so you can, you can build anything that you 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 can you can think of. Here, what it's, it's just limited. It's uh, limited to your imagination, basically. It's limited by your to your and the your pieces imagination and ingenuity of the builder. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, okay, I do have a, I do have a question for both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys know what the connection is between Erector and Seinfeld, the TV show? No. Uh, you know, I would. Oh gosh. Uh, no, I can't think. I didn't watch enough of Seinfeld enough. So uh, this uh, actually is it's only it's only a small connection. Um, so I've, two, I've seen all of them, but uh, there's something in there. And, got well, no, 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 no. This actually doesn't have to do with the show Seinfeld. It has to do with one okay. of the actors. Um, in 2002, there was a movie release called The Man Who Saved Christmas. It right. has Jason Alexander in it. 
um, oh, yeah. Yeah. who plays A.C. Gilbert and mm-hmm. talks about how he saved Christmas the uh, 1914. It was. It, it had to do War, with the war. Yeah. It was World War One. Yeah. The the movie was actually because uh, they wanted to to quit making or uh, use all the metal for, for war efforts war and efforts, stuff like yeah. they do. But he said the the if you do that the the I think what it is is the if you don't have this this metal for the kids for the toys the kids won't play and stuff like that. So I think it has yeah. something to do with with that. I, I I read something on that a while back, but I, I haven't seen the movie yet. It sounds pretty uh, interesting. Though. It's it's I so it's been it's it's a Hallmark movie basically. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those. It's got a little bit different storyline because it doesn't have necessarily a love interest to or a, a girl who leaves the big city, goes to a small town and <laughs> falls in love with her old boyfriend or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it is it is kind of a Hallmark movie. And it's I thought it was pretty good. I don't think I've seen it since like 2005, maybe. Um, and I think I've only seen it once. I just happen to remember mm-hmm. um, as we were talking about it, I felt like it was a rector and I had to look it up to make sure I was right. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of, I think director sets are kind of cool. Like the, it's a different way. Like I love Legos. I still do love Legos. I moved a whole bunch of them today. Um, and I think they're great. Uh, this is just a little bit different way. It's a little more, um, engineering wise because of the, the motors and stuff like that. You can run electricity through them a little differently. Um, and so, like, being able to do things like that, especially, you know, for people who have that engineering mind, I think these are awesome. Yeah. Um, something else, that Andrew, I think we kind of mentioned when we were talking about coming up with this. Um, in the in the 1980, I mean, 1990s, uh, there was an engineer, Mike Sumner. Uh, he used the Erector to create a working model for uh, the Disney ride, Soarin'. Oh yeah, so, I forgot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's at the Disney California Adventure in Anaheim. Um, so uh, and w- Disney's uh, Epcot near Orlando as well. So both of them have this this ride in it, doesn't they? So um, well, it's a little different in uh, Disney World okay. now, uh, but it originally was Soren. Um, but in Disneyland, it still is. Um, I, I think. If I'm correct, Soren in Disney World is now the the uh, Avatar ride. Okay. Um, where you're flying, I I, I don't 100 remember, but Soren in Disneyland because I know both either one of you have been there. It's really awesome because you're that you go into this room and it's kind of dark. It's not like it's not super bright, but you can kind of see around. And there is a huge IMAX like three IMAX screens, just huge, right in front mm-hmm. of you. Um, and there's all these cars or whatever, and you get on them and then they, they go like this and they lift up and the cars are on a pivot. So if they go from flat, they, when it goes up like this, you go from looking, you're always looking straight, Mm -hmm. but they put you right in front of this big curved screen and you fly through. I want to say you fly over like America and just like different parts and it goes in different parts and they shoot like water at you when you hide, when you go over the water and like, it's like mist. And then uh, you can, the biggest thing I remember is you could smell the grass. Uh, they shoot this stuff and it's like <laughs> smell. And it's like, it's, it's like, yes, it's, it's so much fun. Um, and I think, like I said, I think it's, or at least they did part of it as 
they kind of did the same thing for the Avatar one. Uh, uh, but but yeah, I don't just, I don't know what it is. But they use they use the erector to 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 make it before they actually built the real the real thing. So there's a lot of things like that. Um, you know, when I said uh, Meccano, uh took over, they actually built a a giant Ferris wheel. Uh, they built it in France. It was modeled after the original 1893 Ferris wheel built by George Washington Gale Ferris Jr., um, which is what the Ferris wheel is named after, um, at the World's Columbian uh, Exposition in Chicago. Um, it was shipped to the United States to promote Erector by Meccano um, after, after Meccano actually bought uh, the Erector brand name. Um, so they built this, this giant Ferris wheel to to represent the one that was the real one that was built in 1893 and then they shipped it to uh, uh, the u.s and then it went on display in new york after it was purchased um the 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 ferris wheel itself was purchased by ripley's believe it or not and and then um it's in saint augustine florida now so it's still as far as i know it's still together uh the model at the time was the largest in its size um, it stood 21 feet tall and weighed uh, almost 1,200 pounds. Wow. So this was a erector, that, the, the, the actual stuff that they used to, to build this thing, 21, 21 feet tall. You imagine how uh, much trouble we could have gotten into with an erector set? Yeah. Because it's it not was, like Legos where they just fall apart or whatever. Like you're screwing that stuff together. Yeah. Um, it was made from 19,507 pieces. 50,560 nuts and bolts and took 1,239 hours to construct. So, wow. yeah, it's crazy. But wow. like I said, you build whatever you want with this stuff. So, and it actually works. I think that's cool. With um, the motors and stuff, yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's rank these. Let's put these on our list um, and get these ranked. And see where it falls for all of us. Uh, this is a rector. Where do you guys put it, Michael? Um, I don't think we ever had any of this. Uh, I know we had the, the uh, you know, you know, Legos and stuff, but yeah. I don't think that we ever had any of these. I don't remember having any. Uh, but they are uh, pretty cool. I mean, if we did have them, we'd be building all kinds of stuff. Um, I'm gonna put these. Uh, just, just it's itself. I'm gonna put it at number. Uh, it's gonna be pretty high up there. I'm looking, looking, looking. Um, I'm gonna put it at number six. Number six on my list. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, John. Uh, hold on. I mean, so, it's hands on. It makes it. You got to think about it. Yeah, I, like, I, like, I love that. I love toys that do that. That's one I, thing I, I like. Things like that it. make you think about it. It makes yeah. it makes you think, and it makes your imagination work. And mm -hmm. it can only build your imagination. Yeah, just makes it that much better. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I found a like an electronic lab set by AC Gilbert. Mm -hmm. uh, and the 1961 Sears Christmas book. So, and this one is for 1998, but it does not include the batteries. All right, we'll look at the price of that in a minute. John, where do you rank this? Sorry, one? I was focused <laughs> on you that. Were, you were deep in it, yeah. So. yeah 1961 is the first thing I found, so, but 
I just jumped. You said 1961. Uh, yeah, that's that's when I found that where I found that one. But it's still I'm still looking for the right stuff. Um, I wish we would have had some of these. I think they would have been really fun, just like y'all were talking about the engineering, the part of that, and building the stuff, and really building like bridges and stuff. Michael probably would have had a lot of fun doing that with his Hot Wheels back then too. Um, but I think they're cool. We didn't have them. I don't know anything about them. Uh, but I do think they deserve a chance. I'm going to put them at 10. Number 10. There we go. Um, so I'm right in between you guys. I'm putting these number eight. Um, I'm going to push Rock Lords and GoBots. Pushing them down. Trying to get GoBots out of my top 10. Um, yeah, they're way down there on me anyway. So. Michael, could you imagine? Or uh, honestly, I guess you wouldn't have to imagine. But think about this. How many toys would I have been able to play with that were yours that would have passed through John to me had we had a rector and John wouldn't have had to take everything apart? <laughs> yeah, because he'd have these. Yeah, these if, to, he, to if he just had these to put things together and then you could take it apart and put something else together, like I would have had so many more toys. But then there's how does each toy work? Just I don't because know. I had these doesn't keep I'm the curiosity saying, about all the other toys that tore apart. I feel like yeah. it would you would I would have had more. Mm. I don't know. Um, all right, John. maybe I could have used these to build something and be like, uh, what's his name off of Toy Story, you know? <laughs> and Sid. do, yeah, more yeah. like Sid and Here we different go. things. Nineteen dollars ninety eight cents in nineteen sixty one. Care to take a stab? At the uh, how much of that would be in today's money? 84. 20. Michael. I mean, 20. Uh, 200. Uh, uh, $198. You looked it up already. No, I didn't. I just I guessed 200. <laughs> <laughs> You're too close. I feel like you looked I it just, up. Like, I just <laughs> threw it out there. No, I'm looking up what year is because the, the Erector set was, was oh, even better. Was Here we go. put into uh, no. the Toy Hall of Fame. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, so Toy Hall of Fame in 1999. So it was when it was. It, it was... Oh, there we go. There you uh, go. Okay, what year is it? This is the same catalog. I just actually found the right thing. So this is the 1961 series catalog <laughs> or series Christmas book. Sorry. Uh, can you? Can, okay, wait. No, no, no. Scroll back down. Scroll back down. Can you no. imagine if they had to put. 388 to 2788 no money down on today's toys okay so this one has michael you said something about the ferris wheel set uh-huh uh 2788 and it tells you how many parts it has it had over 600 port parts in the yeah. ferris wheel set mm -hmm. so uh but i mean these are just different ones beginner engineer set no motor has grinders grinders Wheels, pulleys, to make jet, robot, others. <laughs> it says it says girders, not grinders. Oh, girders, girders. whatever. Yeah, I mean, girders. Well, kind of, <laughs> I'm glad you can read better than I can on your computer. Uh, so that was 388. Okay, that's your basic one. Yeah, your beginners. Right. And then it looks like 859 was in one above that. The science career automatic radar scanner set. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you got the science career motorized construction set for twelve ninety eight. 
You could build cranes, rockets, etc., and has a two-way electric motor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, science career motorized automatic conveyor set. A 24-inch conveyor belt. Of course. Moves, moves parts to work area. Builds rocket launcher, jet, bridges, uh, derricks, and other action models. Right. It has an electric motor. Yeah. Here we go. Here we so go. That was 1788, and your 2788 was the Ferris wheel set. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. if, what if you had one of these, and in the 80s you had a Sky Commander set, and you could use <laughs> the Erector to build your Sky Commander, like the the zip lines that mm -hmm. man. That'd be See, cool. this is putting toys yeah. together. Put yeah. toys together. That's what you got to do. Mashing them together, yeah. And you're yeah. talking about the Hot Wheels. You can build your tracks with your orange, which are, where you could put the, because it's all metal beams and stuff. Yeah. Um, so you build the way you want your track to sit, and you put your orange track on it, and it would it'd roll. Yeah. They're pretty cool. These are, I, I mean, I think these definitely, you said 1999 they got into the Hall of Fame? Uh, 1999, yes. They definitely deserve to be there. Mm -hmm. uh, they probably should have been there sooner than that. Um, and I think the 1999 was the initial year, was the first year they had it. Oh, okay, okay. Well, then yeah. that's probably when they deserve to be in there. Because you had <laughs> you had that 1999, you had Barbie, Crayola, Director Set, Extra Sketch, Frisbee, Hula Hoop, Lego, Lincoln Logs, Marbles, Monopoly, Play-Doh, Radio Flower Wagon, Roller Skates, Teddy Bear, Tinker Toy, Viewmaster and Duncan Yo-Yo. Oh, they had a lot. Yeah, that was the first first year. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, all right. I mean, there's not, there's not. It's. I'm actually surprised there's not as much on Erector as you would expect. I mean, it's it's a pretty simple toy. It's been it's been the same thing ever since yeah. the beginning. It's now, not a lot added, of change to it. Yeah, they've added a few piece variations. To, to make different designs, you know, but um, it's basically been the same thing ever since the since 1913. I mean, when you do something right, don't change it. Just yeah, keep it going. Right. Mm -mm. Well, okay, so we've ranked these. I think we're good. Um, I do want to give out some shout-outs to our, uh, our sister podcast over at Cross Streams Media. All those are great podcasts that are there. Um, if you're listening to us, please go over to Cross Streams Media. Uh, take a look. I, it really doesn't matter what kind of podcast you're looking for. Uh, there's so much there. So many good ones that uh, you could probably find something that'll help you to listen to. Um, and then also, while you're there, you can drop us a message, um, a voice message. We'll be happy to play it here on the podcast. Uh, or you can send us an email. Let us know what your favorite toy lines that we've talked about. We, this is episode 95. So we've talked about 94 other toys uh, give or take 94. We've talked we've a, a couple episodes on uh, board games and a couple episodes on McDonald's, McDonald's toys. Yeah, McDonald's. So, yeah, no, we're, let's say this is probably 90, 92. We'll go 90, 92. Um, so, yeah, uh, there's a lot. Let us know what you what your favorites are. We're getting close to that episode 100, and we want to play some of that. We want to like share mm -hmm. uh, the airwaves with our devout listeners. Um, is devout the right word? I don't know. Um, <laughs> if, if you're not devout, then I don't know. I don't know why you're here, um, especially if you've <laughs> listened to us at this far at this point, um, because this has been an entire episode about a rector and nobody said that's what she said. 
There's been no... We've been good. We've been very good about this episode. Um, with that, I do want to make a note that this episode was not brought to you by Pfizer. Uh, They're in no way a sponsor or anything. So, um, I mean, honestly, if they wanted to be, I wouldn't care. But, you know, they, they have not been at this point. Um, <laughs> I will take your money. Uh, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, but, yeah, uh, good episode on, on Erector. Learned a lot. Learned that it's not the Erector set, that it's just Erector. Um, and a little bit about AC Gilbert. You guys have anything no. you want to add to it? No. Not good. All right. Uh, AC, AC Gilbert, back in the day, was also an accomplished magician. That's why his original company was the... the I think, I, I, think the I remember that from the movie. Yeah. Like I, re- I remember there was something. I feel, I feel like I've seen Jason Alexander wearing a magician kind of suit, <laughs> doing some magic, and I can't. I mean, I watched Seinfeld too, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was in there somewhere. Yeah. So, um, well, with that, we're gonna follow AC Gilbert's uh, lead there, and we're gonna make this disappear. So, on behalf <laughs> of the brother, or on behalf of the brothers Newland at the Toy Rewind podcast, play on. You've been listening to the Toy Rewind Podcast. Follow and join in the conversations at ToyRewindPodcast.com. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.